Daf Tzadik Ches. We're going to begin Tzadik Zayin on Beis by Boy Minei. The bottom over there. Boy Minei Rav Melab Chista Rav As or Chista Shaila Amal the as Chaveri Alam Matbeya. Asked him like this: What's the halacha in the case of a person who lends money to another on condition that he repay the loan in coin, but the specific denomination of a currency? But he see for love, and the government added the size of the coin, so that the coin of the same denomination now weighs more. Is the malaver obligated to return the newly adjusted coin? Or can he repay the chayv according to the prior weight to the coin that he borrowed? He gives him the coin that is in circulation at that time of payment. Even if the new coin is as large as a sieve. Yes. So said to him, what if it's as large as a quarter calf of a tiritio? So I'm going to say, I'm going to So I have a challenge for how Kozoli paid it. By increasing the weight of his coin, the produce has decreased in price. <clears throat> Since more produce can be purchased with this coin, giving it to the creditors' repayment is a form of interest. We examine like this. If the produce decreased in price due to the change of the weight of the coin, then we're not late. The coin is reduced from the labor. And the mouth is repaid with a coin that equals the prior to the value of the loan. And if the produce decreased in price due to the market value, when we're not late, the coin is now reduced for him. Now the Gemara asks, But the value of the coin has been enhanced for the purpose of melting it down into the bar of metal. Since the coin now contains a larger quantity of metal, if it were to be melted, it would be worth more than the earlier coin of the same type. So it should be considered ribus. Rather, a person has to act in accordance with the heart of Papa and of Christa. Acted when they performed an action, the dinners of Agravidis, the Arab merchant, they considered up to ten old coins to be equivalent of eight new coins. Since ten new coins were equivalent to the value of eight new coins, they paid eight new coins in exchange for ten old ones. Omer Rabbi, Rabbi says, A person who throws another coin, another's coin, into the great sea is putter from liability. My time, what is the reason? Omer, you can say the coin is resting before you. If you wish, take it. So the Omer says, comments, The statement only applies if the coin is in clear water. The kachazile, the owner of the coin can see the coin. Abakurin, if it's murky water, then the lake kachazile, where the owner cannot see the coin, light doesn't apply. And the one that threw will be chayav to pay to compensate the owner. 
And this statement applies only when he rolled the coin into the sea without picking it. But if he took the coin with his hands and threw it into the sea, he has robbed the owner of it. And the robber is required to perform the mitzvah of returning the coin to his owner. Most of Rabbi Rabbi objected a statement from Abraisa. Abraisa says, In Mechalwin, Alam Weishim Bershusen. One cannot be Mechalwin by Shishini by transferring its Kedusha onto money that is not in its possession. Kate said also, If he had money in a fortress or in the king's, uh, the king's mountain, or his purse fell into the great sea in Mechalwin alone. One cannot be by transferring its kedusha to the money. This mash for the money that fell into the Yamagodal is considered lost. Rabbi Rabbi says, Shanilin Yemaiser, Maiser is different. Even another issue. Since it says it's necessary that the money be found in the hand of the one who wishes to be Machal or the Maiser, as the Torah says, and bind up the money in your hand, and it's not. But it's not considered a loss. The Omer Rabbi Rabbi says, Hashaf matbeah shel chabire, person, one who effaces the image of another's coin, is part of from paying damages. Even though he caused the coin to lose the value. My time was the reason that Allah will be He did not do anything. The coin remains the same size as before. This statement applies only in the case where he struck it with a hammer and flattened it. But if he filled it with file, he must pay the amount of the reduction of the value, since he caused it to diminish in size. Mesiv Rabba or Rabba raises his objection. This David Rabba from the Raisa, he called Al-Ine master struck his slave on his eye. And blinded it, Al-Oznoi, Bechersho, or on his ear, and he deafened him, he made him deaf. So every yes, behind the Chedos, the slave goes free by means of these injuries. He struck the slave near his eye, and the result he did not see. Or near his ear, and he did not hear. In every day, the slave does not go free by means of these injuries. The first clause is Mashman, the one is high for damage caused, even if it's not visible damage. Where it says, one who deafens his father is put to put to death, even though no bruise is visible. Because it's impossible for deafening to occur without a bruise. Certain that a drop of blood fell into the ear from the blow, even if it's not visible from the outside. Striking someone in the ear in a manner that causes deafness results in a significant physical change. Striking a coin with a hammer does not detract from the actual size of the coin. A person who slits the ear of another cow, put is exempt from paying damages, even though the cow is no longer fit to be sacrificed as an offering due to injury. My time was the reason. The cow is available for many uses until now. So it's still available for those uses there. As the one who slit its ear did not do anything to damage the cow in a substantial way. Concerning the fact that it's rendering disqualified from being sacrificed as an offering, 
Not all oxen stand near the Mizbeach. Most animals are not sacrificed as offerings anyway, so it's not considered a loss. Rava raises an objection from the Brisa. Person who performs a task with the water of purification, uh, the water that's mixed with the ashes, Pradu, and sprinkled upon the one who becomes impure as part of the purification ritual. It's so he's a, he's a task with those items since the damage is caused is not evident. Avaltsedim, but in the case of one who slits the ear, the minkai azeke, where the damage is evident, the mechayv, the need adam, he's indeed chayv according to human laws. I really said in response, what didn't I feel tsedim potter? Same is true, even those who slit the ear is exempt according to human laws. Ashkelon teaches us, afilim lochad le minkai azeke, even when it performs a task with the water of purification of the paraduma, the damage is not evident. A person who burns another's star is potter. The one who burns can say to him, I have burnt only your paper. It's not, it's not liable for the fact that the Malva will no longer be able to prove that he is that he had provided the loan. What are the circumstances? If there are witnesses who know what was written in the note, so then they should write a new note, and there won't be any loss. There's no witnesses, then Anan Mino Yadinam. How do we know what was written in the note? Assess the liability. Talking about a case where one burned the note, trust the creditor with regards to the details of the note. Despite the concession of the one who burned the note with regard to the amount of the debt, the rabbi holds that he's put there. He says the value of the debt is not inherent in the actual paper. This of rabbi is really machalikas hashem le'rabbani. He holds, Shimon holds, an item that causes financial loss is considered to have monetary value. The one who burnt the note is chayv. According to the opinion of the Chacham who holds, an item that causes financial loss is not considered to have monetary value. Then, is not chayv. Rabbi holds in accordance with the Chacham, therefore rules. Where it's a note, it's exempt from liability. When do we say this is only when an item has intrinsic monetary value? Like Rabbi and Rabbi Gazal, Chamas, the Fli Pesach, a person who robbed another of Chamas before Pesach, or Sarfabu Maid, and another came and burned the three Chalam Maid when the Chamas. But it has already been usher, so that he's putter. Why should call it Mitzvah? All of the Bari. Everyone has to destroy it. Like our Pesach, that's Machlekes. The Rishim of Rabban. Little Rishimin. According to Rishimin, who says an item that causes financial loss is considered to have monetary value. So the one who burned it is Chayev, and therefore, and he must pay the robber. Although it's also to derive benefit from Chametz, the robber could have returned it to the victim and been exempt from liability. 
that he now that he has been burnt, now that it has been burnt, Rav will have to pay the monetary value of the chametz burnt at the time of the theft. And and so the rabban damri the ragar woman lavki woman dami potter potter but the rishin he carry woman miram miram. But with regard to an item such as the note, which which has no intrinsic monetary value, we say. In the Rishon's opinion, that it's too considered to have monetary value. Our Amirah Amirah said, "Man the doin dini the garmi, the one who rules that there is liability for damage caused by indirect action, begabi bei the meshtar ma'alia." So, in this case, divide the proper note, in other words, the value of the debt from the one who brought the note. By the way, doin dini the garmi. And the one who rules that there's no liability for damage caused by indirect action collects. In this case, nearly the value of the paper. Mara says, There's a story like one that Raphim forced the Rashi, one who burned the document in his youth, to pay damages. He collected payment, in this case, as if he damaged a beam used for crafting a sculpture. Fitting the value of the debt listed in the note. The Mishnah teaches that one who robbed another of Chomets or Overlove of Pesach and Pesach elapsed over it and, the, and is there for us or the derived benefit of it. And Relay, the robber, says to the victim, That which is yours is before you. So when I ask, Who's the Tanu taught that with regard to items from which benefit is forbidden? One can say, This is. This is what's before you. Or Chister, Chister says, Rabbi If there was an ox that killed a person and is liable to be stoned, so Ashtoning Madinai, for the business, and said to the owner, sold the ox, the sale is valid. If he used Matashid, it's good Hektash. If he shafted it, the flesh is permitted. If the shimmer returns to his owner, looks at its return. From when it was sentenced to be stolen, it's also to derive benefit from it. If the owner sold it, the sale is not valid. If he used mark the shit, the mark is not valid. If he shechted it, sorry, Osir, the flesh is forbidden. It's your shame in the Bible. If the shame returned it to its owner, and in Moksir is not returned as once. So that's it, the right benefit from the ox, the ox is worthless. Even after we send that, it's your shame in the Bible. The shame, if the shame returned it to its owner, Moksir is returned. My love, welcome if it must be. They disagree with this issue. The Rabbi Yaakov says, says, you could say with regards to Israel now, which is yours before you, verbally, sovereignly, the Chacham hold in him Israel now, a person cannot say that which is before you, you can't say that. Overly, Rabbo, Rabbi says, like, no. The Kula Almal, everybody agrees, Amrina, we say, why did him came if so 
should disagree with regard to the case of Chomas of Beisach. And whether it can be returned as is, since it's a clear case of the item which is benefit, benefits is also. Here, the bride says, disagree with regards to a different case. Can an ox be sentenced in its absence? The ox cannot be sentenced in its absence. And therefore, the shamer is high to pay. The reason is that when the ox is returned after its sentencing, the owner may pay the shamer. Because he tell him, Had you brought the ox to me for sentencing, I would have chased it away from the marsh. Now, since you did not return it to me before it was given to the basin, you have given to the, it to the one whom I cannot litigate. And the basin was sure to sentence it. Therefore, you must pay me without return the ox. Rebbe Aikif and Rebbe holds gave him the initial that the ox may be sentenced even in its absence, and the claim of the owner of the ox is unaccepted. The reason is that the shamer may say to the owner of the response, "My avdile, who, what did I do to the ox? Ultimately, would have been sentenced in the absence of the unrendered oser." More related things. Ashkeid of Chizdu Rabbi Roshmu. Our Chizdu stated the Bishop according to the pain of Rakiv. Adacham found Rabbi Roshmu and said to him, Our lady said to him, Tenais Midi Visura, did you learn anything with regards to Allah's returning stolen items from which benefit is forbidden? Our lady in, he said to him, Yes, Tenina, Meishu Zakzela, says you should return the Zena Mata, learn Master Gosal. What is the meaning that he robbed? The opposite of means that the robber must return the same item that he robbed. Mikana Umru from Herda Chachamim stated, If one robbed another of a coin and it was invalidated, Paris Vihir Kibu, or produce and it rotted, Yaivihichmis, or wine that it fermented, Tumur Venitmis, or Kimtami Chawat Rabbullah Pesach, Behemim Venevdubeh, or animal. And I've been assured after the Ningwardine, or an ox that has not been sentenced, I'm really, and say to the robber, Shahalafanacho. Masha must the Dom Ashley Ningwardine in Mishnimwardine lay. Now, who said this that before the ox was sentenced can be returned afterwards, sentence it cannot? Rabbanan, it must be the Chacham who disagrees with the in the Brysa. Uktan in the Brysa teaches that if one robbed another of Chavetz or Pesach, I really could say Shahalafanacho. This disproves the analysis of Rebchizda, as even the Chachamim agree that the Aidna, which benefit is Asr, is returned to you as is. So later, Chizda said to the Rabbi if you find the Chachamim, the table of the Hul, they do not say the Tidim, do not publicize that made a mistake. Why right, discusses the price? Painters were Kivu, Protus, and Erodus. You can say to the robbery victim, Rabbi we ask about Tanan, but didn't we learn in the Mishnah? If one robbed another produce and it rotted, he pays compensation according to the value of the stolen item at the robbery. Mishnah is referring to a case with the stolen produce all rotted, which constitutes a significant change. 
The robber requires the produce and must pay what the value was at the time of the robbery. The price is, re- is referring to a case where the part of the stolen produ- uh, produce rotted. In such a case, the robber may refer to and say, that which is yours is before you.